Recording starting. All right. Avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded. Guys, you guys are being recorded. Just want you to know. Oh, my okay. God. I, I do not consent. <laughs> I do not consent. this. Well, then we're going to get in trouble as soon as I publish this. So get ready to <laughs> get ready to sue me, boys. Um, welcome, everybody, back to Team Bromance Adventures. This is podcast number three. Well, story cast, I should say, number three. This is part three of a multi-part series that we are doing. And uh, these gentlemen are the ones who are going to make it with us. On the you have in the red shirt is a a real panda, beautiful man there. And down below, who was just licking his camera, was the real Coco. <laughs> <laughs> and they are both beautiful streamers off of Mixer. So they're here to help me with our beautiful story today. We so we no are. <laughs> we no oh, longer have my mouse. This is going to be a podcast of zero mouth action whatsoever. Uh, I hope everybody can hear me all right, but this is how things are going to go tonight. Oh, shit, I can't do that. My fucking face is, like, burning up. Oh, look at that. I put Patrick Mahomes in today, and he threw a touchdown pass. <sighs> all right, so starting out. <laughs> you gentlemen are going to be starting out. So basically, you just came down that... Uh, Basically, that rope that was leading from the roof oh, shit. I need to down to line. that tree. Yeah, that zip line that was coming down and led to a tree in the yard. Exactly, the makeshift zip line. Basically, as you guys, basically as you guys land, you looking around, you find it uh, fairly weird because you remember zip lining down here with people, and for some reason you're down here by yourselves now, just the two of you. Looking I around. Remember who we ziplined down with? <laughs> Actually, Coco, you have ziplined down with two different groups now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember who was with me at this point. Uh, at this point, because it was the first one led with everybody going home. Uh, the second one led with you dropping, uh, Jeff, Frosty, and I believe I want to say Rob was in the second one too. I know. I think it was this guy right here in the red. Was it? Yeah, Panda, you were there? Yeah, okay, yeah. So it was Panda. Yeah, because you couldn't make it Sunday. So it was Panda, you. So you two actually did get down together. So you do are wondering actually at this point where the others are. <laughs> where so did everybody go? A Jeff and a Frosty are missing. Yes. But as you guys look around you, you see nothing but trees. You're in a forest. The The house is definitely in a different area than it was prior. At least Coco notices this since he was in both. Panda, you're just landing and seeing a massive forest around the house. If I remember correctly, there were homes here. I went home. I don't remember these goddamn forests. He went home. <laughs> and then I ended up back in that goddamn house. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, that house is also, if you look behind you, it's gone. It, it literally just was blown up by me in the last session, if you remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> so now, basically, you guys are in, a, in an open circle of an area with forest all around you in that area. So, like, basically, you're the open circle, and then surrounding that open circle is just every bit of it is forest. 
So what's your first move? Um, draw the forest. You're going to draw the forest? Okay, I'm okay with that. I can't tell you how big it is, so you can at least guess. I put like, a circle with trees all around it that kind of look like dicks. I like it. I like it. I, I feel like, like it. you should kind of scan around and see what's what. <laughs> see oh, what the Falcons are doing anything. bad. So just uh, talking about scanning the open area that you're in right now? Yeah. All right. So scanning the open area, you guys are basically just looking around, and you're seeing rubble from the house that once was. Uh, you're actually seeing mm-hmm. body parts. Not specific body parts, just a lot of body parts everywhere. Because if you remember, the basement was full of just a pile of body parts. Um, you are noticing a few burnt paintings here and there, some different things, but the house is, it's gone. The foundation has been blown in. There is a hole going down into the earth where that building used to be. As you guys walk around a little bit more in the circular area, you do notice there's nothing really of importance there. Um, there is a small path to the north end of the forest. North end? Yes, sir. So the trees aren't entirely encompassing everything. Nope. You just couldn't wow. see the north end because you were on the south end and uh, kind of looking around. I always face north. <laughs> Technically, the uh, zip line came out south, so when you landed, you were looking south. So I know. went down the zip line backwards. <laughs> every every DM's worst nightmare. The guy that would do everything the DM says he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So basically, as you guys see that path, um, looking around, like I said, you don't see anything of real use. Um, you guys do notice the shells of uh, the beautiful weapons, Bonnie and Clyde, hmm. but they are fairly melted. There's pieces of it that were melted due to the explosion. Fourth, third and goal set. I'd like to go, uh, go approach the path and look down it. All right. Ooh. Walking up to the path. Yes, you can. All right. Walking up to the path, you look down it and you're kind of like looking back and forth. As you do, you feel time kind of slow for you. At this point, you kind of look behind you, and you do notice Coco's walking at, like, a slower pace behind you. You look back forward, and as you kind of look inside to side, you see a piece of paper at least 70 feet down this path pop out to you, and you can see what tree it's on and everything, and you're just like, oh, okay, there. Just as you notice it, you kind of like slow motion turn back around to seeing Coco speed up, and now he's coming right behind you. Coco, it's a paper on the street. Let's go get it. <laughs> Let's go see. Got to be something interesting. All right. So as you guys walk down the path, you're just kind of like eerily looking back and forth. I mean, nobody really trusts the path in a forest, especially after getting out of a murder house. So you're kind of looking back and forth around. Looking, looking, looking. Panda, you do feel at, with every side glance that time seems to just slow a tiny bit each time. And 
tiny little things that you know you wouldn't have noticed before popping out to you. Uh, a stick that's pointing up, a bird, yeah, flapping its wings in the way distance, a raccoon running, a squirrel running up a tree. Like, you're seeing all these things you know you definitely wouldn't have seen prior. Are there any pandas? There are no pandas, I apologize. <laughs> Getting up to this uh, piece of paper, you grab it off. And on it, it says, solve my riddles in this forest, and you can leave. If you don't, you'll stay forever and wander and become one of my fun little toys. I'm going to assume people have become trees in this forest, and that's why there's so many goddamn trees. That's pretty dark. I agree. That actually, yeah, that's pretty dark. Holy shit. <laughs> Where do we find the riddles? we got to find some riddles. Let's look for yep. riddles, Coco. Let's search the area and see what we can't find the riddles. Alright, I'm going to bring you guys with me as we do this. I have to refill my water bottle. So I have to refill my water bottle. All right. I have to refill nothing. <sighs> my water bottle is just fantastic. Okay, so you guys are looking around. Uh, Panda looking back and forth. You do notice something carved into a tree, but it is about 20 feet off of the uh, path. To your right. So you turn to the right, everything slows down. You're looking and you see a squirrel running up a tree. You see a caterpillar on a leaf. And then you see carved into that tree. Boom. You see some words, but you can't quite knock them out. Locked in on your ear again. <clears throat> um. <laughs> Locked in on your ear again. Whoa. <laughs> Coco, there's something on that tree. I don't think we should go in there without making sure we have a way back to this path. So, crazy shit in my house. I'll stand on the path and you go look at the tree. Do we have any sort of, like, supplies with us at all? You have the clothes on your back and whatever you were holding when you ziplined down. I don't, I don't still have that gun I have previously. No, remember, I you didn't. You do have a pug, yes. You have yeah, the yeah, dog. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Uh, Coco, you remember you did not pick up the guns in the second session. So that did did kind of get rid of that. He had a gun, not the, he didn't he, he had a snub nose. He, oh yeah, you did have a snub nose. And yes, you do have a gun and it does have a few shots in it. Hey. Um, because you you did not use any of those shots. What did you use the zip line down with? I, I used he, like a yeah, I believe he used like a dirt or a shirt that he found in that. All right, let's try and make that shirt into as long of a a string as we can. <laughs> Use our. Uh, I need connected you to, if I go into this forest. I need you to roll me a uh, performance check for crocheting. Please hold. <laughs> Sorry, reverse crocheting. <laughs> please hold. Please hold. Please hold. <laughs> Please hold. Please hold. Yes, dear. What's up? One second. <clears throat> Slowly filling the room. Hold on. Urgh! I'm back. I gotta grab this food from my wife so I can put it in the fridge. Yes, I am going in here. Beautiful start to the podcast. 
So far, I've had to refill my water and put food away for my wife. At least we've gotten to the forest. That's the big part. All right. Well, I'm back to where I need to be. Flip my flip my camera. Oh, the fuck oh. did you flip my camera for? God damn it! Throw the ball, to Julio. Right. Yeah, right. Throw the fucking ball to Julio, as if I would ever okay. invest in him. Shout out to Level Up Dice for these beauties. Yes, yes. Shout out. Beautiful, beautiful dice. Shout out to random, random uh, gaming store for this beauty. Oh, yours is a countdown die. Yep. Ew. I know. Not random. Look how purple. I know they're beautiful. I'd show you my. Oh no! I dropped them. <laughs> I'd show you mine. They're directly on my phone too. My I'm my metal ones metal. are in there. Oh, mine are metal. They're beautiful. These ones are wood. They're wood. Something similar. Wood would be nice. All right. I don't know how to do this so that you know I'm not cheating. Here. I trust you. If you start rolling literally like um, fantastically constantly, I believe. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that. That's a starter. That's a good start. It's a fucking natural 20. <laughs> I trust you not to not to screw us over if you do have to roll for anything. Um, I will. I will roll for everything. So basically with that, I'll give that to you. So a natural 20 allows you to make the best of this shirt. So basically you just kind of rip it into strands and you get as many strands out of the shirt as possible. And then you're able to tie each of the strands together, which is just long enough to get you to that, uh, that first riddle. All right, so, so. Go. You hold one end. I'm going to go to the tree and hold All the right. part. I don't want to well, be hurt. With that being said, you can you can tie it to the tree that is at the uh, pathway, and that you both can go there. It it won't affect because you'll it's got enough for it. No, no. No. Okay. <laughs> stay on the path with the pug, just in case. You stay on the, the path with the pug. <laughs> we'll, we'll chill. You have a gun, a pug, pug, and a string. I'm gonna go touch the tree and see what it says. All right. What Ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So getting getting up to the tree, you hear some rustling around you in the uh, in the leaves and in the different like bits of uh, shrubs and everything around you. You look kind of back and forth with that nice little slowing gaze, and uh, you notice just a bits of uh, a few animals. You know, there's a, a squirrel over there, a deer over there, a groundhog popping in and out of its hole. And you're like, okay, I feel safe. Walking up to the tree, you look at the tree, and in the carving of the tree, you see what weighs more, a pound of leaves or a pound of logs. They weigh the same. And as you say, they weigh the same. The writing on the on the trees that are in there start to glow 
and that tree disappears. A massive section of trees is gone now. You're able to walk safely back to the path without without having to use the string. Yay. Good shit, Panda. Woo. It was an easy riddle. I'm, I'm guessing they're going to get harder as we move Progressively on. Progressively harder. <laughs> Some of them are common sense. Some of them are just like, are you serious? Um, I had so to do <laughs> a riddle yesterday for my D&D campaign, too. Oh, I love it. I love, I riddles. I love riddles. I love puzzles. I love riddles. I love anything that makes my brain hurt. And that's pretty much everything. So it doesn't take that much. All right. So we're going forward. You get back to the path and you notice there is a massive section between where you saw the tree and back towards the blown up house is now gone. Does anything look useful that we could find in there? Or is it just open now? It's now open. There's nothing okay. really of use. I'm going to keep the shirt string. Okay, All right. I'm get the pug back from Coco. All right. Yeah, so rolling the rolling the shirt string up into a little circle. I also still have circle. my dildo sword. That's what I rode down with. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. The dildo sword. <sighs> no improvement. It's perfect the way it is. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Oh, I didn't. Oh, man. That's funny. All right. So continuing on down the path. Dildo sword in hand, rope on waist, pug in other hand, Coco behind with snub nose. You guys get to a little bit down the path, you see it starts to wind to the left. So you follow, and as you get there, you notice that the path becomes a little more spotty. Almost as if the path starts to stop. Panda using... Does it look like the path continues past where we can see, or is nope. it... Okay. From what you can see, absolutely none of the path continues after this point. Stop and look around, see what I can notice. What about you, Coco? Uh, I'm going to look forward to see if I can't see anything that'll... <laughs> Before I look around, Tell how is the pug handling things. The dogs have a higher sense, so I need to know. The pug is kind of shivering in your arm right now. Mm. I need to look around and see what's going on. Alright. So looking around, you kind of shoot back and forth, and you're not really seeing anything too much. You can't really hear much. Coco, your hair on your arms and on the back of your neck start to really stand up and you're getting you're getting a uh, an itchy feeling panda you're starting to feel the footsteps in slow motion of something pretty large well panda i'm getting a sneaky suspicion if we keep going straight we're not gonna like what we find we got to find some more riddles. There's got to be riddles somewhere. If the thing said solve the riddles, then we can live. We solved the first riddle, so we shouldn't be dying yet. You never know. Shit happens. <laughs> we in the forest. I we in the gun. forest. I got a gun. Bro. I think uh, 
we should we should kind of back to back it here, and you get your gun ready. Uh, whatever whatever is walking around. All right, I'm cool with that. Cause I'm stay quiet, see if it finds us. If a sound is heard in the woods, <laughs> only the people who are there hear. <laughs> if a tree falls in the woods, <laughs> you still make, there does it still it. make a sound? Alright, so walking forward, you guys are uh, just continuing through the non-path and now heading into the thick woods. Uh, Panda, you're looking around constantly, time slowing as you do, you're kind of shooting back and forth. Nothing really of concern is popping out to you quite yet. Um, what directions do you focus on looking? And I want to know this, this does come... Did we turn around, or are we still going down the path? You're still going down the path, or at least that's so what I thought. moving north. I thought, well, the, the path, remember, it did curve to the right. So we're kind of going north and northwest. Yeah, north, northwest. Uh, I'm mostly focusing on the right side of the path. What, that's dear? where the first tree was, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, so First you're gonna focus on the more right on the side, right, right side. Yeah, that's, I'm gonna keep looking that way. All right, so looking and, uh, more, focusing on the right. I'm gonna and focus you? more towards the left side. The All right, so both looking in different directions and not looking at your feet. <laughs> Panda, you guys kind of keep walking, and as you do, you feel a soft spot as you walk, and just as you do, the ground falls out from both of, or from uh, under both of you, and you drop into a little hole and slide down this nice muddy path. You both kind of like tumble out into a little cave. Well, as you, as you get up. You look around your surroundings, noticing it's a nice little muddy cave with just a wall in front of you. On that wall, looks like somebody carved in some words. Oh, shucks, the second riddle. All right, Panda, let's get ready for this riddle. All right, I'm going to pick up pickles. That's what I've named the pug. <laughs> I like it. And then uh, I'm ready for the riddle. Does it have to do with the... Uh, that cartoon, Mr. Pickles? I don't even know what that is. Okay. Apparently it's supposed to be like some sort of, uh, I believe, the devil takes over a dog or something like that. It's, it's huh. weird. Um, I've never actually seen it myself. Um, so basically you both stand up, kind of wipe your wipe yourselves off, and uh, you read which side of the tree has the most leaves. Which side of the tree? Yes, which side of the tree has the most leaves? Hmm. All right, Coco, let me tell you what I'm thinking here. The outside. There aren't any trees inside of – any leaves inside a tree. That's what I'm thinking. I'm inclined to believe you. I'm going to let you take – Take the take the floor on the riddle. The outside. <laughs> All right. Stating the outside, the lines or all the words on there start to glow, and the mud slides down, revealing a doorway that you can hey. open. 
Opening the door, it leads you, oh, what? Back into the forest. But now you're on a path again. Walking. You are just on the other side. If you look behind you, you can see the hole. Fairly far back. It's about probably 50 feet back. Okay. So, are we, which way are we facing coming out of that? You're now facing due west. West. Weast. I thought you said weast. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Coco, your your hair is standing up again. The pug's now kind of scratching at your arm. Sorry, Pickles is now kind of scratching at your arm. Um, Means we're getting closer to some danger, Panda. Good, good. Just, Just as you do that... Panda, I know you're rolling, and you're actually facing... Are you guys still back-to-back, actually? That's one thing I should ask. Uh, I didn't think to to look behind me coming out of the cave, so I'm looking ahead and around. That's what I figured. I just made sure... I just wanted to make sure you guys were... What you were doing on that. So as you're walking out, you just... Obviously, the pug's feeling a little bit... Sorry, Pickles is feeling a little bit more... Mm -hmm. eh. Um, he's starting to scratch your arm a little bit more. Coco, your hairs are, are like constant standing up now. I don't trust this path, man. Where else are we going to go? <laughs> up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not about to be climbing no trees. I mean, if it's as dark as Coco said, you're about to be climbing some people, if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. could have made a joke and chose not to. Good, good. Ah! Ah, my phone! All right. Are you guys ready to progress forward? What are you doing? Yes. Cause you have to keep walking. There was jokes about going up, so I wanted to make sure that wasn't carefully. serious. Nah, we're just going to keep walking straight. All right. So, as you guys continue to walk straight, you're getting on the path. Panda continuing to look side to side, making sure that he can see. Now you're actually looking down, too, because you don't want to fall again. Um, looking all around you, just trying to find out, see if you can see the next riddle. Uh, Coco, as you are walking with him, you literally almost feel as if your hair is going to jump off your body. That's how high it's standing right now. The dog is now freaking out, wanting, sorry, Pickles is now freaking out, hey, you- wanting to get out of your arm. Um, and run the other way. Panda, I just want to say we're near danger. There's something here that me and this dog do not like. Let's stop. Let's do everything we can to try to figure out what the danger could be. We don't see anything. Does it get worse if we stop? Is it moving towards us or are we moving towards it? You're moving towards it. I was asking Coco, geez. I was letting Coco know where it was, what was happening. Do we, do we want to keep going back down the path, or do we want to, I don't think we should get off the path. We don't know where the hell we are. I feel as if, you know what? If we're gonna keep going down this path, we should at least prepare ourselves. So I'm gonna hold my gun in my hand and prepare yeah. to shoot any shit that come at me. <laughs> I got a pug in one hand, a dildo sword in another, and uh, oh, Julio, a dildo sword in another, and a string shirt in my pocket. Oh, Julio. <laughs> oh, Julio. Julio, I'm so sure I had a touchdown catch and he didn't. 
He, he dropped it. I mean, he was getting held, but still, he, it's Julio. He should have caught it. Yeah, it's Julio Jones. You, you can't you can't say nothing about that. Um, so as you guys continue down the path, very very uh, cautiously, you are met with the sounds of a loud slamming down. Sounds like uh, branches and trees keep hitting the ground. As you see that out from behind a couple of massive trees in front of you. So the picture you're looking at is you get to this end of this path and the trees kind of form a wall. In the opening, where the opening is for you to walk through, there are two trees that meet that opening and they are massive trees. I'd say at least in diameter, 75 feet in diameter. That's how thick the trees are. The other trees, however, that form the remainder of the wall are just fairly normal trees. Hmm. That's some thick-ass trees. Okay. Um, I mean, what else are we going to do, though? Nothing. We go straight through that opening. <laughs> That's all we got. All right. So you guys walk up to the opening. As you do, you are met with a massive 16-foot-tall creature that walks right in front of you. You notice he's made of wood. Um, at this point, I would think, think Lord of the Rings, those tree, the tree guys that walk around. I can't remember what they're called offhand. Huh? Ants? Yes, ants. My apologies. It's been a while since I've had it. Sorry? Get better. Get better. Get no ants, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, I guess. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're just like, mm, making me feel so bad. No, nah, yeah. so an ant walks around the corner and looks down at you. Why are you here? Because, big guy, we need to solve some riddles to live. You come to the ancient grounds of the Ents and expect to just pass? Yep. Yeah, we weren't really given options. We were kind of kidnapped and thrown here. so uh, We're not, like, trying to come in here disrespectfully. We're just pretty lost. All right. Well, we will give you passage if you can answer our riddle. Deal. How do you get down from a tree? How do you get down from a tree? Yes. How do you get down from a tree? Hmm. I mean, but my my best guess is fall right now. I haven't come up with anything better. You don't get down from a tree. I mean, oh, oh, the small one with the gun is right. Ah, ah, ah. You oh. don't get down from a tree. Down comes from a duck. Oh my god. 
That's amazing. Uh... Huh. Go figure. See, I told you, some of them are just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Some shit, man. I found that one and I kind of laughed. I was like, that one has to be in there. <laughs> oh, shit. So he he kind of turns to the side and waves you in. As you guys walk into the area, you notice just these massive buildings made from wood all over the place. It looks like a society in here. Uh, there's a massive temple to a, a giant tree, just a big tree in the middle. And on that tree, time slowing down a little bit. Panda, you do notice a carving into that tree. More carvings. I'm going to draw a big S tree. Hang on. <laughs> big S tree. With not very many leaves, apparently. Cause I don't didn't leave myself a lot of room for leaves. Ma. I don't speak tree. What's the carving? <laughs> so as you walk up to the carving, big man standing with you. You walk up and he points... Ah, the greatest riddle we've never been able to answer. This is what will let us free ourselves from the binds we have been broken in. If you can answer this, you'll do us a great deed. As you read the uh, carving in the tree, you hit, What can pass through a tree without rustling the leaves? So, Coco, uh, right now I'm not sure. My first guess is time. But I don't know. I don't want to say it. And that'd be completely wrong. I have no guess whatsoever. Like, I'm not even. Uh, I mean, because. What passes through the leaves that doesn't make the leaves rustle or whatever? What can pass through a tree without rustling its leaves? Hmm. Um, pass through. That's the part that's messing with me. Is, is not is pass through. Mm-hmm. Time passes, but time doesn't pass through. Exactly. So I don't. Time wouldn't make sense there. Go with your gut, Panda. Go with your gut. Yes, go with your gut. <laughs> <laughs> don't you look at me in that tone of voice? I'll punch you in the shirt. Um. I'm going to say time. All right. So as you say time, the the letters on the wood that are carved in, 
you now see are not glowing, but they're being lit up. As you see the light on the tree, you actually follow the light directly up to the ceiling of the trees where the leaves meet, and you're seeing sunlight come through the leaves and it hit the tree. Sunlight. And oh, now, as God, you see God. this, the tree starts on fire and bursts into flames. Everything else made of wood starts on fire. That includes the Ents. You have now damned this whole society to burn alive. And you are now in a massive fire, basically. So, um, your next move should probably leave. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't we think of sunlight? What the hell? Oh, shit. Is the riddle still on the tree? Nope. The riddle is burning down just like the tree is. Everything around you is burning. Uh, let's run, Panda. <sighs> There's no no way to save these trees, huh? Nope. Sorry. The only way to save them was to uh, answer the riddle correctly. How have they been able to not solve that riddle? How would they know they never had the answer if they didn't burn it down already? That's information you'd have to ask them, but I forget they're burning. <laughs> you uh, know, we should have asked the end. <laughs> While they were not burning? I'm going to – is 16-foot guy on fire yet? I want him to yeah. come with us. <laughs> He's on fire. There's no way. The, the fire can't spread that fast. He was right it's next with you. Seconds. It's also He's magic fire. fire also. <laughs> You're not made of wood. I said everything made of wood in that vicinity started on fire. Oh, so we won't catch on fire then. We're not made of wood. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean you can't burn to death if you stand in the middle of the fire. (laughs) (laughs) You're breathe in all the smoke. Exactly. Make sure to inhale deeply. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, let's leave. (laughs) He can can come with you, though. I I will make it so he is not dead yet. As you run, though, I'm going to roll for every moment you run, and if it takes you longer to get out, he will burn to death. So as you're running, so far he's good, and you're running it, you're running out, and you're looking for an exit. You obviously see that the place you came from is already on fire, so there's nowhere getting out of there. Uh, you do see a path in the distance just off to the east, in which you can run through. So you are running towards that area. He's still all right. Uh, as you're running through, you guys are noticing just everything catching on fire. Um, you're noticing little baby ants running around burning. <laughs> Riddle number three, failed and burned down the end village. <laughs> yeah. You're... You're actually really lucky you didn't get the first one wrong. That one was easy for a reason, because that would have literally screwed the whole session if you would have got that wrong. Basically, when you went out there with that uh, string, that was a good idea. Getting out there, if you would have got it wrong, the trees would have engulfed around you, and they would have cut the string. So you would have literally been in this, like, cocoon of trees, and would have had to figure your way out from there. Hmm. I I didn't get that one wrong either. I was technically right. It's just not the answer you wanted. No, it's the answer that it was. 
technically you're right. Time does pass, but it doesn't pass specifically through the trees without rustling the leaves. As time passes, it does rustle leaves because leaves do end up moving. They end up swaying with the wind as time passes. Time's not doing those. Wind is doing those. Time does do that because time moves forward, moving all the uh, beautiful – it's okay. That's what the riddle had, so shush. (laughs) (laughs) Deal with your mistake and live with the people you – Never. <laughs> just know I you never just... accept this. <laughs> you have a chance at redeeming yourself. Just remember, Tuesday is another day. <laughs> I'll be here. I'll be. I'll be here. And I'll be prepared. Oh my god! There's. Oh my god! There's gonna be so many fucking things. Oh Jesus! There's gonna be so many jokes referencing you burning down a, a village. It's gonna be and fantastic. Only really, Panda and me will ever know. <laughs> yep. You two will know. Everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, what? What?" Like there'll be a riddle about a man burning down a village, and you'll be like, "Son of a bitch!" Everybody else will be like, "Okay, we need to figure out this burning village, man." And I'll just be like, "It was Panda." <laughs> yeah, it was Panda. So you guys do get out of that um, eastern exit with the big man. The end is with you, and as you get out. You see the ground starts to rumble, and out of it forms a person. They kind of come out of the ground, and they say, One strike down, two to go. Don't get two more wrong, or you will live in these forests forever. And he kind of just crumbles down back into the ground. Ant-Man, who the fuck was that? That was the forest demon. He's been haunting these He's been hunting these woods for at least as long as we've been around. Bet he never burned down your whole village, though. No, you are now the demon of our village. (laughs) Oh, wait, the village that no longer exists. I'm alone in this world. Thank you. (laughs) Nope, you're technically not a demon. Lawyered. (laughs) Lawyered. Alright, so you guys I sue this forest. <laughs> you guys continue down the path with the Ent with you. He is continuing to follow you even though you or you uh, just burned his whole family. Where's he going to go? I know, that's what I mean. That's why he's with you. <laughs> I mean, he could just be a tree. Hey, uh, sorry Panda burned your entire family, your friends, just everybody you ever knew. Yeah, let's keep bringing that one up. <laughs> he stays <laughs> silent and kind of just continues walking with you. Oh, as he you almost burned down, you down. As you continue down there, the pug starts to lick Panda's hand. Oh, pug. Pickles, Pickles is like, <laughs> kind of snuggling into you. Knowing that you weren't the big meanie that everybody's saying you were, you didn't burn that family down or that village down on purpose. Panda totally did it on purpose. He thought tried to fucking save him. <laughs> <laughs> Walking down this uh, path a little bit more, you do end up uh, you do end up looking back and forth, and you see another riddle etched on a tree just in the distance. But this one is on the path to your left. Pickles the pug. Aw, adorable. He's amazing. Pickles is so beautiful pug. On to the next riddle tree. What is the riddle? Getting up to the riddle, you you read it and you look at it and it says, 
What gets older whenever it rings? Whenever it rings or rains? Rings. Rings. Fuck you. It's a fucking tree. <laughs> the the letters on the um, tree start to glow. The tree goes into the ground and actually reveals an opening. This opening does not lead into more forest. Well, let's go through the opening. Onward. What's the worst that could happen. All right. Death going going through the o- <laughs> more burning end. Going through the opening, you notice that the end can't follow you. He's too big for the opening. Hmm. Uh, you, like, what is your name, Ent? My name is Tree. <laughs> tree or three? yes, I see Panda with that hand on there. Face palm. Yeah, I didn't actually uh, think you were going to ask me a name for this guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I like to know people, okay? <laughs> Should have been like, his name is Bob. Bob the Bob, Tree. Bob the Tree. Bob the Builder. He um, built a civilization. His that name is Tyrannus. Tyrannus the Ent. Um, are you good with that? Tyrannus the uh, Tree Ent? Tyrannus the end. Tyrannus. That's not an R. Tyrannus. All right. we're going to have to leave you because you cannot fit through this hole uh, because somebody doesn't like you. Be safe going forward. Don't burn any more villages. And the, the closing or the opening closes. No problem. Oh, I was gonna light a match and throw it back. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! That would have been a lot more intentional. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, here, catch. The funny part is he wouldn't have been able to stomp it out either because he's a tree made of wood. <laughs> Yeah, he could still. I mean, yeah, I know he would. He would in, remove in theory, all be able oxygen. To, from yeah, it. I know. It was just a stomp. <laughs> all right. So then, getting through, and then with the opening closes, you guys look at your surroundings and notice you're definitely not in a forest anymore. No, you are now. Anymore. Oh God! Wow, that was. Did you guys talk about that one ahead of time? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I texted him on the Discord, and I was like. Be ready on the Wizard of Oz references. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's You're noticing a yellow road. big road. <laughs> so, noticing your surroundings, you do notice that you guys are no longer in the forest, and you are now in a lab. Lab. A laboratory. What's the, is it a square room? Yes, it is a square room. Uh, north side of the wall, you are looking at, there is like, a, literally lighting. Uh, you entered from the west side room. So to your left, which would be the north side of the wall, you enter and there is basically a lining of all these different tubes. All of these tubes that are just kind of lining that wall. To your right, which would be the south end of the wall, you would notice a couple of desks here and there. There is a door leading outward. Um, 
but there's mainly just desks scattered around through the room with papers all over them. Uh, there's different t- tables towards the uh, eastern wall. There are tables with beakers and different chemicals in there and uh, a lot of different things on that table that are just there. There's a few samples, tissue samples and stuff on those tables. I say we search these desks before we go out that door. A lot of searching desks in this area. Um, I want to go look and see if there's anything in the tubes. All right. All right, so walking up to the first tube, you see a little inscription at the bottom, and it says, Panda. And you look into the tube, and there's yourself floating in this gelatin. Is there a cocoa in one of these tubes? Looking at all the inscriptions, you look along the bottom, you read, In order, Panda, Coco, Blade, Jeff, Sparta, Frosty, Dingus, Rob, and I believe there was one other person, and Dandy. And those are the lining tubes. Coco! What? Coco, you're over here! (laughs) No, I'm over here! What the hell are you talking about? Coco, come here, I found you! How did you find me? I'm right here! (laughs) Fine, I'm coming! God damn it. What? Coming over Look. to him, you you see Panda in the first tube, you see yourself in the second, and as you said, lying down there, you see the rest of us. Well, somebody's cloning the shit out of us. <laughs> making baby asses. <laughs> making baby asses. I can see why they want us so bad. You know what, Panda? Maybe because we've escaped so much that there's just multiple versions of us because... Every time we end up in this situation, there's just a different version of us doing some shit. Just remembering what the past self remembers now. Just like how I remember I ended up in a house, escaped said house, ended back up in the goddamn house. Now I'm in a forest. God damn it. Oh, shit. Uh, So neither of you are actually dealing that well with this new information you found. It's getting to you a little bit and you're starting to wonder if you're real or if you're just another clone. Now that Coco especially has made that speech. We're all clones, god damn it. Well, I wonder, if I smash this tube, what would happen? Alright. Up to you. What do you want to use? What do you want to use to try to smash it? I'm going to use the back of my gun to smash the Jeff tube. <laughs> the Jeff tube. No, wait. Smash the blade tube. You know what? Yeah, we've, we've seen multiple versions of blade. So we're getting the blade tube out of the way here. He's changed over the course of the times we've seen him. All right. So, you gentlemen, Coco runs up and goes... And starts pounding his the back end of his uh, the butt end of his gun onto this tube, and nothing's happening. You can definitely tell it is a double reinforced plexiglass. 
hitting it is not going to break it. Hit it harder. <laughs> hit it harder. You know what? I'm going to shoot this it. shit. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember you shooting things not going super well. I haven't shot off a single no. gun. I remember somebody, and I'm not going to tell you who, shooting a gun in a room with other people around. And injuring them. did not so. penetrate. <laughs> I ended up with a shot to. I ended up with a bullet in my eyes. Yeah. I believe that was Dingus that shot, right? Uh, no. No? It was Coco, yeah. He's dead. That shot the bullet. Coco got oh, shot. Oh, dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dead shot that. No, because I was t- I thought it, we were talking about uh, the first session. No, well, you guys were in that maze because Dingus did. Dingus shot that dude like five times. He, Let's he, look around and see if there's a way to open these. All right, looking around, you are met with a computer on the desk far east, closest to the door, and that computer does have. A program on it that shows all of the God, different tubes running with their vital signs. If we find a computer with somebody named Steve, I'm smashing the computer. Is there an assistant? <laughs> I look for the paperclip button. <laughs> Looking around for the paperclip button, there is no paperclip button. But you do see a red eye on top of the computer that does see that you're there and you see it fluctuate. And a little chat box pops up and says, Oh, hello, Panda. It's been a while. This is Steve. How may I help you? Motherfucker! Steve. Steve's the AI in, like, everything. Shush your face. (laughs) Steve, what's going on? What are are the tubes, Steve? These tubes are specifically here to keep you alive. But I'm clearly alive and not in the tubes, Steve. Are you alive? Are you even real? God damn it, Steve! Why are we here in this goddamn lab? You are here to help facilitate the experimental properties of a new serum. This serum will allow us to figure out whether or not we can create the perfect soldier. You are here to specific or specifically accommodate those actions. You all did, and you see as he pulls up on a computer, literally lists of all of our signatures on these papers. When did I sign that shit? Shows a date next to it, and it shows December 24th, 2019. It's November 10th. So what you think. You <laughs> <laughs> want to roll an investigation check to figure out what to look for on this computer? All right. Rolling an investigation check. What'd you get, sir? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) So investigating, you don't really find anything that you can see that would help uh, off. However, you do see at the bottom of the computer the little sidebar where it shows the time and date, and it does show that it is July 15th, 2020. Hey Five. Steve. Focus. Yeah. Hey Steve, what would happen <laughs> if one of the one of those things in the tube dies? If you release 
the the sus or subject from tube, they will awaken. Can we can How do you we release, release the subject, Steve? Yes, what subject would you like me to release, Panda? Blade. All right, initiating blade release protocol beta. And then a bunch of a bunch of different uh, sounds go off, and you hear you hear the uh, draining of this liquid from uh, my tube as the tube opens up, liquid dripping off of it. I just kind of fall to the ground out, and you hear me start coughing, <laughs> and I just start throwing up uncontrollably this weird goo liquid from my lungs and. And stomach. Whoa. Hey, Pam. Oh, God. Please yeah, save me. Whoa. We should kill it. We should put a bullet in its head. No, we should see if it knows anything. <laughs> then kill let it. it. Let it finish throwing its stuff up. It'll, it'll, it'll fix itself. The chamber closes and refills with a liquid. Oh, Jesus. Oh my god, what in the, where the fuck Ooh. am I? Hey, bud! Pat? Hey! Coco! He's pickles? What the fuck? Wait, you know pickles? Well, yeah, I was in, last I was, remember, is I was inside the house with you guys. He was pool diving when he died. Yeah, I remember jumping in the Frosty. pool with Frosty, and getting down there, us releasing the thing, and then... I pushed him up just to black out in the water. That's all I remember. I didn't name Pickles until we were in the forest. Wait, you didn't name him until the forest? Yeah, no. He didn't get oh, okay. until this session. Like a 60-yard catch for Julio and he almost made it to the end zone. Sorry. Nice so job, Julio. No, I got you. 54. Oh, Let's go, that Julio. Is on me, then. Hey, Steve. Then the pug. I just say the pug, not pickles. My apologies. Hey, Steve, release Panda. All right. Steve. <laughs> Hold on, Steve. <laughs> Steve <laughs> starts to initiate the protocol and then stops mid-protocol. What? Do you request releasing of a real panda? What are the side effects of seeing yourself? Side effects of seeing yourself. Could lead to complete brain explosion. Not being able to handle the reality of the fact that there is two of you. Previous subjects have encountered head explosion, massive diarrhea, bleeding from the eyes and or nose, and heart attacks. Is this from the subject out of the tube or the subject releasing? That, that the subject the... releasing from tube, and the worst is death when subject sees self. Subject in tube sees self, not not not. Yes. If, okay. Subject in tube sees self. I won't die. No, you won't. You've already self. seen yourself. Other panda. Okay. Died. Let him out. I'm gonna hide. All right. Steve so initiates. Have to explain to him what's going on. You you and Blade. <laughs> Blade doesn't know what the hell's going on either. He just got Blade, released from the tube. We've, we've informed you of what's going on. <laughs> okay, so I do know what's going on. Okay. <clears throat> Steve initiates Panda Release Protocol Alpha. 
Taking the place of yourself for now on the as uh, just coming out of the tube because I can't answer for you. Well, I could, but I, it'd be more interesting coming from yourself. So, what the fuck is happening? Where am I? All I know is what these two told me. I mean, this guy told me. Yeah, He's this guy. Him and the puppy. Yeah, him and the puppy. <laughs> those two. Um, for some reason, I'm just more fixated on the fact that I'm still naked standing here. Um, <laughs> I'm fixated on that, too. <laughs> God so, damn it, Panda. Let's <laughs> get some clothes on. Yeah. Are there, uh, any, any kind of, like, anything in here we could put on? You know, I'd be, much, lab coat. I'd be much more uh, comfortable talking if my dick was not waving around like the Johnson. I want to look around for something Johnson to wear as well. All right, so... Looking around while other panda tries to maneuver around desks to stay out of sight, we are able to find a couple of lab coats over in the corner, and we put them on. And now we're no longer naked. Uh, the panda, the panda tube has closed and refilled with that liquid as well now. It's gonna refill with another panda. I mean. So. Somebody tell me what's happening. So, so, Coco, I'll leave that to you. So, basically, we went through this forest. <sighs> we solved some riddles. Wait. We're in this lab. Oh, okay. also, Panda, we... you, you burned down a damn village, man. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> To what you you think. did it in the past, in a past life. If you if you turn around, Blade and Panda, you can see tubes with your name. Wait, on what? Huh. Turn around. Turning around. We definitely see the tubes. You see them. However, however, in the tubes, we now see these little little circles inside of each of our tubes. Just not in not in the filled ones, but in mine and pandas. There's a little baby use forming in there. After a few more minutes pass, they do turn into little fetuses. I don't know. If y'all want this lab is growing us. Yeah. Was I in there? Yes, apparently so. You got groaned. Apparently. So did I, because apparently I just came out too. I'm naked too, so I'm just on the same page as you, sir. I don't like this. What about that computer over there? Uh, that computer? I don't know. Coco, what about that computer over there? It has a program named Steve. It'll let you know what the hell these tubes are. Steve, what's happening? You have been released via protocol Panda Release Beta. Or sorry, Alpha. My bad. Alpha. Panda release protocol alpha has been initiated by user Panda. Huh. User Panda, I just got out of there. What do you mean? Panda released the tube for Panda. Coco, what is he talking about? He's talking about the other Panda in the room. 
I'm gonna come out of hiding now. <laughs> you come out of hiding. Wow. You got lucky. Coming out of hiding, your other self looks up and goes, well, I guess the cat's out of the bag, and your new self does not explode or die. He's handling yeah. himself quite well right now. He did a pretty good job at uh, asking questions. So. <laughs> Making sure he knew somewhat was going on before he's like, what? So yeah, so no, um, there are now two pandas standing in this room. Panda one and panda two. Huh. Which one's the exploded one? Panda one two came through the flames. I'm panda one. Panda <laughs> two. Do you have any memory of what's happened over the past few days? What's the last thing you remember? The last thing that. Do you have memories, panda two? The last thing that panda two remembers is escaping the house. He does not remember anything after the escaping the house. Hmm. He doesn't remember our current travel. Nope. He's right, not aware um, of what you've been through. You understand, then, that things are kind of fucked up. <clears throat> yep. Yes, yes, we do. Um, we're still confused. Then I have a question. Steve, when <coughs> was Blade Release Protocol Alpha initiated since Blade, we released Beta? Blade Release Protocol Alpha was initiated three days ago. Are there any results from that sequence? He pulls up pulls up a bunch of papers, each of them showing a few graphs and some things. Um, you guys basically see everything that's going down. Uh, there were two revives during that time. There was the one that drowned, and then the one that came back and blew up the house. Both of which are showing ex exorbitant amount of spikes in heart rate, blood pressure, and uh, adrenaline rates. You're noticing that a lot of the stuff that he sees from the memories that he remembers is all of you. Um, you remember, or it shows him actually showing like his first experience as well when he was literally chopped up on a table in front of uh, Frosty. Uh, you see a sequence from the first session where he is, he basically wakes up in the pool room and he's kind of looking around and everything, and he's kind of like stumbling around, blades stumbling around in the pool, and he's like, where the fuck am I, man? What the fuck? And he de you definitely notice that Blade is handling this a lot worse than you guys did in your first way around. He then trips over, he trips over this, uh, um, it's a floaty, the lifeguard floaty. He trips over that, which mm -hmm. then turns over and knocks a bunch of uh, metal rods off the wall, and that actually initiates the uh, the camera points over to mm -hmm. the door, and you watch the big man mm -hmm. kick the door in and chase me around the pool for a good five minutes before he was able to cut one of my legs off with his axe. With a swing, he chopped the thing off all at one hit, and he dragged my bleeding body out, and then it shows cameras shifting from room to room as it, he, like, drags me into the uh, slaughterhouse, throwing my my body up onto the table. And you can actually see the face of Frosty in that pile of bodies as he watches me get hacked up. 
Hey, uh, Steve, who initiated release of both blades? Release protocol alpha was put in effect by user Stephen Caldwell. My phone doesn't want to stand. There we go. Just user Stephen Caldwell? User Dr. Stephen Caldwell. Doctor, that's okay. Making sure it was the same doctor. User Stephen Caldwell is all Caldwells in system. How many Caldwells are in system? Four in total. Stephen Caldwell, business owner. Stephen Caldwell, doctor. Stephen Caldwell, paleontologist. And Stephen Caldwell, astrophysicist. Do you know what Caldwells we have met? Full Caldwell list of meetings. Bing! And there's two that you've met. Dr. Stephen Caldwell and uh, Stephen Caldwell, the paleontologist. He was the one you spoke with on the phone. It shows via phone and then via mirror for the doctor. It does, however, show one missed meeting, and it does show Panda, Rob, and a very cut-up dingus via a camera in a big business uh, or in a big office building with most of the most of the uh, cubicles have been smashed out. Dead and Dingus, or Dead and uh, Dandy are on the ground. Dead is still in a cocoon. Dingus is sleeping on a chair, and Robin Panda are looking around at the desks. Office or businessman Stephen Caldwell, business owner, was the one that you were at in Pandora's playground. Yeah. I figured the you only know one we haven't met is the arrows. The, the other one. The engineer guy one. Physicist. Yeah, yeah, the physicist. Steve, do you have a location on each Caldwell? All Caldwells have a mask from system due to protocol 748. What's protocol 748? Protocol 748 is put into effect by Dr. Stephen Caldwell to prevent the overthrow of this facility. Is there any other way to overthrow this facility? Total shutdown and reset of computer systems will allow AI to retake control. Do we want How do we activate total shutdown? <laughs> there is computer system in the middle of this building. Shut down computer system and it will reboot in half hour. Do we want to do that, Steve? Steve's a lot nicer than Dr. Caldwell is. <laughs> How sure are we this isn't AI Stephen Caldwell? Probably is, same name, but this version's a lot nicer. <laughs> AI Stephen is actually a construct of pre- Stephen Caldwell. This is college Stephen Caldwell. And it basically shows a picture of him back in Harvard. And uh, he's definitely, he's got like a prize for the uh, state fair. And it says, uh, 
first ever AI. It's basically like a newspaper cutting. This is first ever AI created by Stephen Caldwell, Harvard University. Steve. His parents must have did a number on him after that. How many hospitals are in this building? Zero hospitals in building. Hospitals are rarely within buildings anyway. Hostels. Hostels? Oh, hostels. Yeah. Hostiles. Okay, I thought you said hospital. I was like, yeah, no, zero hospitals. Hostiles in building. Eight. Okay. How many good? What is the most efficient path to the computer to reboot the system? Most efficient path is down hallway, take left, downstairs, one level, then to elevator at the end of right hallway. Elevator will take you down to basement two floor. From there, you are able to shut system down via code 6423. That will initiate auto shutdown. Can you repeat the directions, the path to the room? The path to the room is through the door, down the hall, to the left, down the stairs, one floor. To the right, hall, leads to elevator. Elevator will take down to basement level two. From there, put in code to initiate shutdown. Okay. Is there anything we should be worried about on this uh, in this building that that could be dangerous to us? As Coco as eight hostiles in building. Are Do you have any locations of them? Four hostiles on path to destination. Well, Coco, you have a gun? I do. You have your dildo sword. You could. <laughs> now, this is this is just an idea. We could release everybody and have them run the path ahead of us and just stay behind them. Use oh, God. them as meat shield. Not even joking? Yes. I'm going to have to inform every single person of this act because they have to remember this. I don't, wow. Do you think we should do that, though, Coco? Yeah, I, I think Coco's, we should take that yeah. chance. But I'm going to have to hide when you release Here's the peace. thing, right? They're going to get recreated. They're going to remember it. They're probably going to get a little mad at us if we run into them again. Uh, I'm gonna have to hide when you release me, though. We can't have me exploding. I can already see session two on Tuesday. You know, how about this? <laughs> Just leave it up to Blade. I sign out of the computer <laughs> and have user Blade <laughs> sign in. <laughs> I don't want this. I don't want this because, in, fa- in fairness, me as a person would know I I, I would not do this. 
I would try right. to find a stealthy way around it. So let's not get people pissed off at us because the last thing we need is meeting up with these people, needing a life or death situation, and they're like, oh, hey, you remember when you let me out? And I uh, knew I'd hey, grow. Peace, Blade bro. initiates release of Coco. I'm All right. Ride. All right. Steve says, Blade, initiate user Coco. Opening sequence, protocol alpha. It starts to empty. It starts to open. Out plops Coco. It shuts. Refills. Coco starts throwing up all this nasty goo. Get it out, Coco. Get it out. What the hell? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Coco then looks up to see two pandas and a blade and a pickles. Coco, hello. Listen. Hi, guys. What the hell is happening? Why is there two of you? Let me explain, Coco. Let me explain. And why is there a bug? Blade walks up to Coco, grabs him, and slaps him in the face. Listen! Just listen, sir! We're in a lab right now. I have had to deal with the fact that there is a second me that was made in that tube right behind you where that fetus is. I turn around, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He sees he sees that his is empty, but he does notice the now child form of Panda in the tube one next to him. Why is there a thing going on in there? They're creating us. Now, what I have to let you know is I'm the original, right? <laughs> no. There is a second Coco. That was fantastic. <laughs> And I need you you to be ready. I need you to be prepared to meet yourself. I mean, if he's as good looking as me, I should be fine, right? I'm going to warn you. He has a gun. He has a gun. So don't try to kill him to be the only Coco. (laughs) Death to Coco! Alright, Coco one, come out. I come out. Oh, nice. Okay, good. You you got a net 20. You're your clone is also handling this fairly well, so you did not explode. I mean, you are now like what? But you're like accepting the fact that there's two of you. See, I right. accept you, clone me. I Coco two, you clone me. Panda two. There is a path we have to take to overthrow the computer system and put Steve in charge. I believe we should go do that, but there are enemies in the way, so we need people ready to fight. All right, so uh, I, Coco 2, will not go ahead. I will send Panda 2 to go ahead of me. Panda 2, I have a weapon I will trust you with. I hand him the dildo sword. Oh, my days. So Coco 2 and Panda 2 are leading the charge? Oh, Panda 2 is... Coco oh, okay. 2 wants too. to search the room to see if there's a weapon of any kind, a makeshift weapon of anything. All right, so looking around in the near vicinity, there are no weapons for any of the ones of us that don't have weapons. Sorry, Nat 1's kind of overpowered, DMing's having fun. 
Well, so the only thing we can do right now is hope for the best and exit through the door. Is there a chair at any of the desks? A chair at any of the desks? Yes. Yes, each chair has a desk. Sorry, each desk has a chair next to it. Are they rolly chairs or regular chairs? Uh, They are regular, just the legs down. Think those old metal office chairs, the ones with the the cushion, but the uh, armrests are metal and everything. Yeah. All right, never mind. Not picking up a chair. Ready to go. (laughs) All right. All right, so you open. Slowly looking through. Get your ass moving. You gotta go to the left and get down the stairs. Alright. So, as you guys look out, you notice a hallway of about 10 feet long with doors on each side. Three doors on each left and right. At the end of the hallway, it does go left and right. And the hallway, we're going left. Alright. So, exiting the hallway, you guys are looking out. At each of these doorways, each of these doors have windows on them. So you can examine into the rooms if you like. I want to look, but I don't want to get too close. All right. So from where you're standing just off the way, you look into it. And as you can see into it, you can definitely see it's a padded room. You can't tell if anything's in the first door. All right. Let's very... Just carefully walk past these doors. Don't approach them. Go to the end of the hall and go left. And then I, Coco, too, approach the third door before, you know, before the next turn or whatever. Before going the rest of us have already passed it since you're in the back. Yeah. All right. So through the hole, the window. So you guys, or Panda, you notice because. Of your beautiful uh, slowing of time, you turn around to notice Blade being the last to exit that room, having something in his hand. It is a square-type object. Blade, Blade, what's that? Oh, hey, Panda. He hands you the square-type object. It almost looks like a radio with a screen on it and a little little type pad. It's almost like a cell phone. Um... He looks Where'd at it and he said, Stephen, or Steve gave it to me. He popped open a desk on, or a drawer on a desk and said, hey, take this. This will help me keep in contact. Steve, are you on this? Hi, Panda. Welcome Yay. to the portable Steve. We got Steve. Steve, can you help us? What's in these rooms? Each of these rooms is filled with one test subject of a specific type of experiment. What's in the third door on the left? Third door on left is aquatic-esque environment. Creature is known to swim with gills but have human form. Very dangerous. Level five. Coco, let's not go in that door. (laughs) But Panda, I want to go in the door. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to leave Coco two behind. I'm taking Panda 2, Blade if he wants to come with us, and Coco 1 if he wants to come with us. We're going left. Blade will follow. Is Coco 2 going into the door? Nah. He decides against it. Alright. 
good because we would have literally been met with just blood splatting on that window. <laughs> just so you're aware, everything in those rooms were dangerous. <laughs> yeah, padded rooms, not safe. See, those those were only those were six of the hostiles that you were going to buy be by. Just remember, Steve told you there were only four. So just on just remember, yeah, just remember that. That's that on your path. Technically, all six of these rooms are on your path. Uh, you didn't have safe. to go through it. True, true, true. Either way, going around the corner, you do notice a stairwell at the end of the hallway. The hallway is just basically long bay windows, and they're they're leading into seeing specific rooms. Steve, can I ask you a question? Yes, Panda. What can I help you with? How many protocols are in your system? There are 5,784 protocols. Mm. I don't hey, like that number, Steve. <laughs> hey, Steve, what, what, what's, what's uh, going on with these rooms? These rooms are our playrooms. Test subjects that were 10 years old and younger able to run free while not at home. Are there anything in any of these rooms? Zero, zero bio signs counted. Steve, what was the most recently added protocol to your system? Protocol 5,784. Protocol is active for Stephen Caldwell. Protocol is only able to be accessed by Stephen Caldwell. How many protocols can be accessed by a user panda? 5,700. How many can be activated by Coco? 5,700. Activate all 5,700 protocols. Activating all 5,700 protocols. You now hear a buttload of doors opening. Let's go. Including the doors behind you. Let's go down the hall, guys. <laughs> Running down the hallway, you now get to the stairwell, and down the stairs you hear a mess of noises. There's everything from grunts to squeals to screams to just screeches. Coco, I caused the distraction. Now we can walk. <laughs> We're going to go down one level. Go down the right. right hole. As you get down the, uh, the stairwell and you get down that one level, you notice just all these sorts of monsters from grotesque, just... The, the there's like everything from like a girl little girl with a lollipop walking around with no face to uh this creature on all fours with its whole head being its mouth you're looking at uh what looks like a frankenstein-esque monster it's just an all assortment of these creatures that have been experimented on and they're all walking around through the halls we're gonna walk down the hall and get in the elevator there are at least 16 creatures between 
you and that elevator. Are they all hostile? At least half of them. Why are none of them hostile towards each other? None of them know the existence of other creatures. Basically, the only thing that they see is food, and none of these other creatures are food to them. We are experiments, too, or at the very least, Panda 2 and Coco 2 are other experiments. Yes, in fairness, you are experiments, but you are technically still human form experiments with blood that runs through your veins, blood that is hot to them equals food. Coco so 2 you wants... Could, I was going to say, you could use a distraction down one hallway and then go down the other. I'm just saying. Panzer be sacrificed as tribute. <laughs> oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. We should sacrifice Blade. Blade's already sacrificed himself. I'm going to ask Blade how he wants to approach this hallway. Um, in fairness, there's two of you guys. Uh, we send at least one down the hallway. That should distract a few of them. And if it doesn't distract all of them down our hallway, we send the other one a different way. Hopefully that should get the rest of them. Uh, that would save one of you and possibly me. If needed, I can run the other direction for you two to get down there. I'm not against using my body. Apparently okay. I'm expendable. Is from what I've figured out. <laughs> Give me back the dildo. Panda 2 reluctantly gives you back the dildo as it would have been his only thing to swing and keep himself alive. Panda 2. Get as close as you can. Listen, I'm sorry, Panda 2. You're going to have to be the one to go. Coco 2, I'm giving you this gun. Oh, shit. Panda 2. Get as close as you can to the monsters. And then you just yell as loud as you can and take off running the other way. He reluctantly agrees, and you hear a massive gulp as he turns around. We have around. to follow him. Oh, God. <laughs> and then we have to get to the elevator and close the door. All right. So you're giving Coco 2 the gun? Yep. Coco 2 is going to hold on to the gun. Alright. <laughs> it's good it wasn't a low roll because in the back of Coco 2's mind was just blowing your brains out, just so you're aware. <laughs> um, Panda 2, just know this is for the ends. This took. <laughs> you don't need to know what I'm talking about. Just know that's what it's for. Hey, Panda 2, before you go off and die, this I'm going to inform ends. you. Panda just burned. Panda 1 burned down the entire. I slapped side. Coco 1 with the dildo. <laughs> Coco two can't get the or Coco one can't get the rest of the words out as he gets smacked in the face with his dildo. <laughs> Does make a little bit of a sound. Does make a little bit of a sound. Catching some of the attention just then. Panda 2 does run out and starts screaming. Hey, oh, oh, God, please don't kill me. Oh, God. Oh. He just starts booking it down the hallway. Get the door and close say, it, Panda 2. We could have just shot the gun off, at least one bullet down the hallway, and just used that as a distraction. Yeah, that'd go towards the gun. That, yeah, I was going to say that would be the, <laughs> the gun would make the noise. You don't have a silencer. If you had yeah. a silencer, maybe, but that's a snub nose. You're, you're making so, noise. I want to control Panda 2 long enough to try to find a door 
All right, sounds good to me. All right, so and running down the hallway, um, I'm going to need you to roll for me, actually. Since you have a die, this is going to be your dexterity saving throws for creatures trying to grab you. Okay. So you did grab at, or most of the creatures down the hallway we need to go to, by the way. They did get distracted. So running down the hallway, I need you to roll your first dexterity saving throw. Eight. All right. They're, they aren't hard. Five is literally the DC. As long as it's a five or above, you should. It's going to be worse as you get down the hallway. Yeah, but of course. As of right now, you're in the open. So, all right. Miss the, or the first one missed, so the second one is going to be a little bit higher. So uh, next year, next day, blah, 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 blah. next dexterity saving throw. Fifteen. All right. Well, that, that's perfect. So you're, like, basically running up. Uh, the next creature, it's actually the little girl with no face, goes to grab you. And you, like, full on do a spin move and get out of there. And Hunter. you're running down the hallway. <laughs> uh, you do notice a door up on your right that is cracked just enough that you would be able to jump into. Yeah, I'm going in the door. All right, so I need a dexterity saving throw for the one to grab you, and then I need another roll to see if you're able to jump into that crack. This one is going to be a decently high de- uh, DC for this. The dexterity rolls in that 20? Oh, yeah, never mind. You, you hurdled, hurdled that creature, so you look like a fucking football star out there. Yeah, the roll is an 11. All right. You were not able to get into that door. You just dove, and as you did, misjudged your dive and hit the frame of the door, smacking into the ground and are now being surrounded by these creatures and being ripped apart. So we're now, all three of us, well, sorry, I should say four of us because of the second Coco, are now watching Panda 2 be ripped to shreds. I'm not watching Panda 2 at all. I'm getting to the fucking elevator. <laughs> All right. Did Coco, too, by the way, do the other one? Do what other one? Because there are still creatures between us and that elevator. Yeah, he's going to take off down a different hallway with the gun. Okay. Just protect himself. All right. So we'll do that here in a sec because Panda said you're already on your way down that hallway. So I guess Blade... Blade is going to follow along. Coco, how about yourself? I'm following you guys. All right, so, so far we are doing well. Getting to the end of the hallway, they start to see us, the creatures. Uh, the ones that are left, there are only two. The ones that we see is there is a woman in a bloody ripped dress, uh, black hair covering her face, and uh, she only has one arm. The other... Well, I mean, she had, she's looking at us and wants to attack us. Okay. I feel like <laughs> I think some other, of these creatures are going to be not peaceful, but are... The other one, however, is non-hostile. The other one is just a creature in looking in the corner. It's basically just a... It looks like a human man from behind, and he's just kind of like hitting his head so really, in the corner really of the wall. really, we just figure out how to get past the one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I want to swing my dildo at her. Alright, so I'm going to need an attack from you. Because then we don't got to sacrifice. So Mar Jackson that. has three touchdowns today. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, you could save the gun and, and Coco, too. I rolled a 13. 
All right, so you are able to hit her, just beating out my 12. She does kind of like shoot to the side with the dildo slap, and uh, but she does recover and go to jump on you. Uh, you are able to slide out of the way as she misses. We're able to get around her. And she's coming after us as we're getting into the elevator. She need, I need one more roll from you, Panda, as she tries to grab you going into the elevator. 11 again. All right, so you are good to get in. It was only a 10 for the DC. It was it's a 50-50 for you, so I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Jokes so on you, I'm rolling a 50 set. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. No, it's good. So you do jump in. And you guys are able to get in. You're hitting it, but she's still coming. While we're in this elevator, I turn to Panda and be like, when we're done here, you're going to remember yourself being ripped to shreds. <sighs> I won't. Oh, yeah, you will. <laughs> oh, I will? Yep. I mean, I'm, every, I'm not going to remember. Every memory, is, every memory is connected from every clone. So even if Coco and himself, like, Coco 1 and 2, separate. Both will remember it after this session's over. And while we're in this elevator, Coco I'll remember why I did it, too, back. so it's fine. Yeah, you will. It, it's going to haunt you just remembering it, but you're going to remember why you had to do it. Like I said, everything everything's connected. Everything's entwined in your brain. Coco, while we're in this elevator, Coco 2 gives me the gun uh, All right. Oh, you're so lucky you keep beating these 50-50 rolls on my end. Because Coco 2, again, was reluctant to give you the uh, gun, but he did. Oh, did Coco 2 make it to the elevator with us? Yeah, he, uh, Coco, Coco said that because there was only one we had to go by, I gave him the chance to not have Coco 2 go off. Because, I mean, there was no need for it if there was just one to get by. So, Coco 2 is with you. Cool. So you we guys go down. Panda tube, yep. is, uh, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's in another place. Uh, it's back in the tube. He's back in the tube. Hmm? No, just doing a little runoff. We can hear it through the through the elevator, like through the little. <laughs> oh God! Why? <laughs> Why did you leave me here? I'm still alive, you son of a bitch. It's not good. <laughs> Do you like that? Just being ripped to shred. Oh, just, yeah, exactly. Just fucking uh, Will Ferrell. Oh, my God, I'm still alive I'm down here. Fine. I'm very badly burned. Please come down and give me some medical attention. Oh, thank you for opening the door. Oh, what are you doing with that gun? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so... Uh, you do have to also put into effect that it probably lasted a little longer for him due to the healing factor that you have all generated over the course of this. So he didn't die right away. In theory, I should have slowed down a little bit trying to get in the goddamn door. Yeah, actually, you definitely would have had advantage on that roll, so you should have actually rolled twice taking the higher one. So do that really quick, actually. No? Okay, no, so... Either way, you missed it and died. It sucks. Second roll's a seven. Oh, yeah. Oh. So even with... Okay. So even now, knowing that you 100%, even with advantage, would have died. It's a very sad fact. Yeah. But we get over, we get over it because we're in the elevator now. Um, there is a little hatch in the elevator that if you open it, it's a little thing, and it has a uh, fire extinguisher 
a crowbar, and a metal pole. Each of those are specifically set to, in case of emergencies, obviously, fire extinguisher for a fire, crowbar, in case of emergencies, like if you guys get stuck, you can pry open, and then obviously the metal bar is to open the little ceiling hatch above you to get out that way. Well, I think this classifies as an emergency, Coco. You need to be both armed. So, we're gonna give, what was it, a crowbar? Coco 2 is gonna take the crowbar? Yep. Alright. Wait. You wanna hold on to the fire extinguisher? I'm down for that. It could be a useful repellent if any of the monsters get too close. It's very true. It also could be used for an escaping mechanism. Yeah. Fire it all over, smoke up the room a little bit, and we can get out. Shoot it with a gun and it'll explode? In theory, yes. <laughs> Everything's in theory. Um, no, that would work, but... Alright, so, the elevator comes down. Ding! Opens the door, and you come out onto a catwalk, going around the whole facility that's below... And you can tell that it is, basically, it's just a facility of computers. And the computers are in some sort of a maze. Um, Panda, you can actually outline the maze itself. We went so, down to basement level two, right? Yes, you are in basement level two, which brought you out on top of a catwalk, which actually leads down lower to another level, which is where all the computers and stuff are. You see, You see in the middle is where the button is to press. You can tell that coming that, uh, oh, the best way to do it was just uh, be to send you a picture of it. So, hmm. I'll have to send it to you via Discord just like that, but uh, I'll show you the outline of it. It's a circle. Stairwell. It's going to be really weird. I'll send the picture of it. That's the directions you have to go, is what you're going to see. It's obviously a little, obviously the rest of it's filled in with computers, but that's the direction that you specifically can see coming out of that section. Camera. Use photo. If it wasn't so long just to send the damn thing, come on now. There you go, sir. Sorry about that. That's the path you can tell is what you need to do. The X's on that path are creatures that you see.
and at the end of that, at the end of the path you are looking, there is the button that you need to press in order to reset the system. Well, you have to put in the code in order to press the button, but still. Coco 2 doing in this time. That We're just sitting here chilling, talking. <laughs> talking to each other? Yeah. How Coco. big's your dick? My dick's huge. How big your dick? <laughs> nah, he's just sitting here talking about, why didn't you let me keep the gun? <laughs> I could have shot Blade in the head. Jesus. Somebody... <laughs> yeah, Coco 2 is a little on edge about everyone else. Let's see. Blade 2 now stepping closer to Panda. <laughs> A lot farther away from <laughs> Coco. Alright, guys. Looks like we got a little bit of shit in our path. Yeah, like three, three bad guys. But I see the way we need to go. Well, you're our designated leader, so we'll follow your ass. So walking across the catwalk, you're examining down below you. You do see what the creatures do look like a little bit better. Uh, the one that is in the middle, which is the one you saw first. Actually, no, that would be the one you saw first was coming in from the top. So the one, it's the, it's the one closest to the uh, western side of the circle. That one that's just a little north northwest. That one there, you do notice, is it's almost like a spider, and it's created a kind of a web in there. As you keep going across the uh, walkway, the catwalk, you do see now the one that's in the circle, or in the center of the circle-ish. And that one is um, it's kind of like a, a hunched-over human. And it has two longer arms, and those arms look very sharp. Almost like they're spikes. Deadpool? <laughs> the bad Deadpool, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then you get to the, all the way to the end, you see the one near the stairs is huh. almost like a crocodile looking creature. Alright. I feel like we should try to get through here without making too much noise because I don't want anything else coming behind us. Is there any other way behind us or does the elevator lead straight to this situation? Elevator leads straight to the situation. So there's no other, nothing else can get in here? Nope. I think Unless something should, magically comes down the elevator. Well, I think we should make sure the elevator stays open so it doesn't go anywhere else. So All right. So it not called anywhere else. So... Blade runs back and slaps the emergency stop button. Use the so uh, metal pole to jam the doors open yeah. if it if they try to close anyway. Yep. Wedging it down in in on one side of the door and then wedging it at an angle to hit the other end of the door. So it's like that. 
We All should right. be good. I don't see it uh, closing and going back up. Good. Let's go, fellas. We got what looks like a crocodile. Uh, we got bad dead. Looks like a spider. <laughs> and we got what looks like the Deadpool from the, the shitty version from the movie, from the uh, <laughs> X Men movie or whatever. The bad Wolverine movie. Yeah, that's what it was. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, that motherfucker back at it. Good thing I played him. (laughs) All right, so you guys, uh, we all start descending down the stairs a little bit. Notice any more details about the crocodile-looking creature, aside from that it kind of looks like a crocodile? You are seeing now that it is not, not like, you know how a crocodile is lower to the ground? Kind of arms. You definitely notice it's more like it's a hunched crocodile. Okay. It has it has some forms of human characteristics as well. Arms kind of look like muscular arms, and it looks like it's kind of hunched on some legs. How do we approach this, guys? Coco 2's got a crowbar. Crocodiles have pretty tough skin normally. But I don't know if it's tough enough. I don't know if this one's altered in any way. Or it might be tough enough that a crowbar doesn't do much. You know, throw out some, like, dryness or whatever. How big is this thing? It would roughly... The way it's crouched, it would look like it would be at least... Five, ten to six foot standing up. Okay. So it's, it's relatively it's human about, size. Uh, yeah, it's about average human size. So for crocodile, it's kind of not that big. Nope. For a crocodile, it's actually small. Hmm. I think we should uh try and hit it with the crowbar. Crowbar shot. All right, so Coco 2 runs up. Oh, shit. Uh, Coco 2, Nat 20s, runs up and smacks that fucker over the head since it's crouched over. And the crocodile is actually out cold. That was a pretty damn good hit on that. Thanks to the Coco. We get good rolls. <laughs> Apparently so. Coco's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to hit this crocodile creature. All right, smear. Well, fuck you, crocodile. <laughs> All right. You know, so that thing will no longer be a problem. I mean, unless it wakes up. I mean, do we want to try to kill it? I mean, it's up to you. Coco knocked it out. We could. No, I was asking the group. Personally, as Blade... Speaking myself, I mean, I'd shoot it in the fucking head. This thing looks dangerous. Here's why I'm thinking we don't shoot it. They'll alert both the other creatures, and one of them looks like a spider. I don't want shit that can climb. That's true, yeah. To be aware of our location. Unless we can jab it really hard in the face with... We try to snap its neck? Yeah. Try to snap its neck? All right. Yeah. Well, then, uh, putting the crowbar under its head and using everybody's force, 
you pull over and are able to snap its neck, and it is now dead and completely out for the count. Right. Let's uh, keep going around the circle here and try to get to uh, try and see what we can scope out with the spider. Everybody, be as quiet as you can. So as you guys start coming around the corner, you start seeing definitely that the uh, walls are getting webby, and you can see plenty of smaller spiders walking around and kind of crawling all over the place. Um, you guys are kind of crouched a little lower to kind of help with the, you know. With the uh, bits here and there, uh, trying to make sure that you guys aren't completely uh, up in the air. You come around the corner a little bit more and roundabout, and you are met with a wall of web. How tough is this web? Well, without going up and grabbing it or touching it, you would not know. All right. I think we should have Blade spray the web. Or that. Coco. And, and a bunch of the spiders. Coco, your, uh, your, your hair on your arm and neck are just freaking out. Guys, I do not like the situation we are currently in. And, uh, Blade walks up and sprays the web and a little bit around everything. Also, kind of Everybody else kind of step back. So damn quiet. This pug should be yapping. He's a part of me. <laughs> um, he's actually, like, freaking out right now. He's scratching you hardcore, but he is being call. quiet because he's been with you long enough that so far he's feeling comfortable in situations where he's freaking out. He's adapting to you and your personality. Yeah. So he's getting there. Pickles is mine. Pickles, Pickles is... Uh, Almost at that point where he's going to be able to walk next to you and be a strong little pug. Um, so I say the rest of us step back while Blade is spraying the web to see what happens to it. All right. So you guys step back a few feet, and as he's spraying, Blade Spray is like kind of like a third of it, and then just step back. And he starts stepping back as he uh, as Blade steps back. You guys see a spider start to dangle down from the ceiling. The it's actually I uh, think Smite and think Arachne. It's a woman and a spider combined, and just she starts coming down from their web, and she's oh, you're here, you're here, you're here to save us. What do you mean, save you? Look at me. Do I look like I want to look like this? Oh, Are you going to I'm attack kidding. us? Why would I attack you? You're not my food. You blocked the path. You didn't give us any way to go. What? Because this path leads to the button that you so desperately seek. It's blocking it. I'm sorry. This is my home. Is there any other way around? Uh, I could bring you up on top and let you come down on the other side, if you'd like. I only have one question, lady. Is the, when we get past you, is the thing on the other end of you going to kill us? Oh, that's Dave. He's a bit of a dick. And, uh, we passed one of your friends, I guess, the crocodile crazy thing. Oh, 
Reginald? Oh, he's a, he's a beautiful chap. Oh, I hope you did say hi to him. Oh, we did. Yeah. Well, I can help you up if you'd like. Yeah. All right. So, who's going to go first? I will. Coco, one or two? One. Coco, one. All right. Coco, one comes up. She grabs you and starts to ascend into the air via her butt web. And uh, she starts to look into your eyes, and you see her eyes start to uh, turn into little circles and start going around. Sleep, sweet, sweet sleep. She And we all now witness, we're now witnessing her cocoon cocoa as she goes up and just starts. Coco, too, is like, well, you dicks done got the original me through. Coco One is now cocooned with the gun on him. So Coco Two turns the He is now he is now hanging from the ceiling and he now come she starts to come back down. Who's next to go up? Coco two is gonna be like why'd you do that? What do you mean? He's cocooned. He's just happens to be delicious. Yeah, I got a good whiff as we got close. Maybe maybe you shouldn't just trust everybody you meet in this place. Well, it's very he interesting. You said we weren't your food. Mm. But isn't that what you're supposed to say to prey? To make no. prey worry? You don't communicate with your prey. Ah, but it's more fun to play with your food. We murdered Reginald. Reginald is dead, lady. Well, good. Now it means that me killing you will be so much more satisfactory. Oh. I don't know. Reginald's oh. probably tasty. Well, then maybe I'll have him for a snack after I have all of you. <laughs> good call. You never know. I've never had a crocodile before. Wink, wink. Coco two whispers late. Sprayer in the face. All right. So, Blade pulls up the hose and in just unloads as much as he can, spraying her in the face. She actually falls from her web to the the ground, and she's now rustling around in front of us, trying to get that off of her head. Beat her down. Let's get her. All right. <laughs> we are able to flatten the crap out of her with our nat 20. We're just basically everybody goes to town. I'm just beating her with the end like of the extinguisher. From, uh, Coco's the just beating the computer. Exactly. Coco's beating the beating her with the dildo. Uh, yeah, forget Coco's oh, got the crowbar. Boof, boof. And she explodes. Did the spray have any effect on the net? On the uh, on the webbing. On the webbing, it did. It actually kind of cooled it down, so it's a little bit more. It's hardened. Guys, we gotta get Coco. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. How do we get him? There. How high up is he? He is probably extended about ten feet off there. All right. 
So Me and Blade will help lift you, Coco. Get yourself down. <laughs> get yourself down. I gotta get me down because he has the gun. We need the gun. <laughs> He's mean, the one that went up there. Nobody told him to volunteer to go first. That's true. In fairness, he's probably we... gonna come down and blame you, Panda. <laughs> so we we are all just getting Coco up. Coco's getting himself down. We're ripping open the uh, the webbing off of him. Coco just shoots back into breathing. <gasps> Spits a little bit of web out of his mouth. God damn it, Panda! Ah. <laughs> Never volunteer to go first when it's a spider. <laughs> I have to, I have to agree with Panda on this one. That that one's on you, Coco, for volunteering. <laughs> we we could have kept going, just saying, you know, and like try to get through the web. I don't know. Either way, let's try to get through the web. Yeah, uh, I think we should use the crowbar since it's the most durable thing we have to kind of push web out of the way. All right. So Coco two, kind of trying to like push it around, smack it, break it, go through at least eight feet thick of webbing, finally getting to the other end. We're all we're all covered in web, and there's actually creepy crawly spiders kind of walking on us now. Yeah, let me shake the spiders off, brush them. Yeah, I'm going to too. <laughs> Freaking out because I'm an arachnophobe. <laughs> Getting all uh, the spiders off, they all kind of skitter off. We're we'll going to take that left and continue on the path that's mapped out. Alright, so as you come up, you do see that that left takes you uh, there. There's a few different ways you can go off, but you obviously remembering where you're supposed to go. Go around that bend again, and now you're coming up to the corner where the creature is. Okay, Coco, have your gun ready. Set the ready. All right. I want to ask the creature if he's dangerous, because the spider said he was a dick, but pretty much everything that came out of her mouth was a lie, aside from we go up. <laughs> So, turning around, you notice that it has very red, red eyes. It doesn't have a bottom jaw. It's not going to say anything back to you. It starts to charge at you now. Shoot it, Coco. I pull the trigger. Coco pulls the trigger, and the first bullet misses. Second bullet misses. Third bullet. Go to fucking shooting range or something, man. Wait, is there anything left in the fire extinguisher? You did. You did finally pump one into it. You hit it in the uh, the shoulder, and it did have to shoot back a little bit. Panda asking if there's anything left in the uh, extinguisher. I then put out and pump it. There is just enough for a burst of poof in its face, so it is blind for right now. I think you should throw the, hit it with the fire extinguisher. It's heavier than a crowbar. The blunt force might be worth it. All right. Walking up to it. Poof. Hit it. It drops to the ground. It's kind of scurrying on the ground as if it's still 
up, but it's not quite like out cold. Uh, I go to hit it again, but it's scurrying, actually catches my leg, and I am now on my back. Coco has. Face with the crowbar. Coco still has one shot left in the uh, chamber. Coco two goes up and swings, gets hit by the other arm, and is now on his back. The creature is now scurrying back to its foot. And pull the trigger. All right. (laughs) Walking up to the creature, Coco one is now on his back. I'm gonna Uh, swing the dildo at his head. Oh, thank God. Swinging the dildo at its head. You are able to knock it back down. Coco, on his back, points the gun at its head and misses with the six bullet. Coco is frantically reloading. You do get the reload in with your extra. Anybody else trying to do anything? Uh, uh, Blade's Blade. trying to get back to his back feet. To his feet. Yeah. Coco back to his feet. Oh shit. Other Coco. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Coco. Within that one, other Coco went to get back on his feet, but as the creature was scurrying, its sharp uh, arm went down and stabbed Coco 2 through the chest. And you're now like, <laughs> blood coming out of his mouth. He's. Drops the crowbar. Blade gets to his feet. Very, very frantically and very barely, but he gets to his feet. The creature's back up. Coco on the ground. You do finally pump a bullet into its face. And it drops. Other Coco is dead. Coco 2 is dead. It's down to Blade, Panda, and Coco. I'm going to grab his crowbar. All right, so five shots left on in your gun completely. You have no ammo after that. You have a crowbar. Panda still with his trusty dildo sword. Um, Blade's actually going to continue holding on to the empty fire extinguisher for some sort of weapon. All right, let's approach. Actually, when I turn Panda and I say, "Ah, okay," I blame for my deaths. Blade, Blade actually takes the fire extinguisher and slams three times hard into the arm of the creature, snapping it off and now using the spiked arm as a weapon. Alright. That shit, man. This thing's more solid than that extinguisher now. I don't know. You should use the extinguisher to break it. Well, it took three, three heavy smashes. Each of them being 18s, I was like, yeah, that's enough to break it. That's, that's good force. <laughs> So, all right, so then through that, we go around the corners, and we get there, and there it is. Lo and behold, there is a little keypad for a four-digit code, and then there is a little button that is covered by glass. Steve. Yes, Panda. Uh, it's good to see exactly you're alive. exactly what would happen if we reboot these computers? Exactly what would happen if you reboot the computers? Well, basically, the whole system would shut down. Everything's already out of its containment holds. Thank you, Panda. But <laughs> I would be able to then shut down all systems, all power, and we would be able to wait 
a half hour while I reboot myself. Then, after rebooting myself, it would then give me full control of the whole facility. Is there a way to program a new administrator instead of giving full control to the AI? There is a way. You have to be in Stephen Caldwell's office. That is on the 16th floor of the facility. As soon as the half hour is up and the power resets, it will boot up his computer and ask him to enter new authorized user. Okay. You think we should do that, Coco? I think I will make the trek up to his office and input me as... And put you... Yeah, me. I disagree. <laughs> I lost my phone. I lost my phone to <laughs> sacrifice. Should have left you in the fucking cocoon. <laughs> well, um, not to throw another wrench into the fire here, but uh, I think I should be the one to take over too. Shut I mean. up, Blade. <laughs> but you have been evil. What? What was <laughs> I evil? You've been no help except for this one time, Blade. What? You're not I'm kidding. pretty sure I <laughs> saved a life at some <laughs> point, sir. I saved a life. It's simple. I'm pretty sure I we saved five. Democracy. I'm just walking. <laughs> Back to the elevator. All right, all right, fine. Let's go to the elevator as we I'm all walk through. Oh, I haven't pushed the button yet. Oh, so Coco, are you going to it? The elevator then? Yeah, I'm going to the elevator. Alright. Well, this is a tear now. Oh, don't go behind my phone, you bastard. Alright, so... Blade has decided to stay with... Uh, to go with Coco, actually. And he's gonna go into the elevator as well. Steve, so, it's you and me now. Don't worry, Panda. I'll make sure that he doesn't put himself in there. Things are going to get very messy. It's you and me now, Steve. Coco's gone. Blade is gone. All right. I'm here with you, Panda. What can I do to help? They're going to go to the 16th floor to try to put themselves in as users. I don't believe that's the correct move. What can we All do? Right. What are our options, Steve? Options are reset reset system and give AI control. Nobody in office at moment. If nobody is in office and nobody puts in user input, then I take over. Other option. User input entered. User takes over facility. Can you remote input a user? I do have abilities to, yes. Would you be willing to remote input me as the user? I could do that if you're able to figure it out on this pad. We need I want to try three, to figure it out on the pad. We need a three-digit code in order to option one. And it shows you a few different numbers throw, thrown out. There's a nine on there. There's a seven. There's an eight. There's a four. There's a three, a two, and a six. 
What were the numbers? Sorry. There was a nine. Nine. There's a nine, a seven, seven. an eight, a two, two, a six, a four, and a three. And it's a three-digit code that would make up out of that. Eight, six, seven, five, three, three, oh, nine, 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 nine. Um, okay. I have to pee. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Well, that's happening, and he's peeing Coco. We will join you and I on this mission up the elevator. Wait, I'm putting in my name as the input here. Um... I don't know, man. I don't know if I trust you doing that. Like, you've been acting a little weird lately, there, Coco. You know. I released you from your pod, man. I brought you out. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it said. I'm no, the was, one who it was you. This. Panda stopped it and restarted. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I see. Well, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Let's make it through this. Let's get there alive, and then we can we can try to fight over that. We don't even know where the office is on the 16th floor. We basically, we just basically went into this blind. But then again, how do we know he can't figure out a way to get Steve to put him in? Uh, we actually don't know that. I mean, actually, we don't know much about these systems anyways. True. For that matter. I don't trust Steve. We don't know don't where we're AI at. To have full control. Yeah, and in fairness, AI in full control is never a good thing. It's gonna lead to hell, and death, and we we we're in a very okay, building with him having full control would not be great. Probably not. Uh, the door to the elevator, ding! It opens. We're on the 16th floor. Oh damn it! I was gonna try to do something while you guys were going up the elevator. Never mind. Oh, well, you can try it. What were you going to try to do? I was going to ask Steve if he has the ability to cut power to the elevator. He does. Steve has abilities. All can you through. stop the elevator before it gets to the 16th floor? I and can. leave the door closed? I can do that. Steve cuts the power in between floors 15 and 16, and the doors are closed. Hey, Blake. Yeah, what the fuck just happened? We could just bust through this grate up top. That's true, we could. Let's do that. That's the best best thought we could. I want to take a second and think back through everything I've seen to try and figure out if there's been any sort of code that might help me get this three-digit number. All right. What exactly are you trying to think back to? <laughs> I'd like to think what I saw in the lab. Everything you saw in the lab, the only things that you saw basically were the uh, papers and everything about the um, about everything that you guys were doing, uh, what was going on in the tubes, our vital signs, things like that. You did see protocol uh, protocol nine eight seven. There was six thousand seven hundred thirty or thirty four. Um, I believe that was six thousand seven hundred thirty four. Oh, that was the uh, four digit code. Never mind. Six seven three four, uh, five thousand seven hundred eighty four was the amount of protocols that he has. You opened all of them. Uh, five thousand seven hundred of them are accessed by all of you as users. Eighty four of them are only accessed by Stephen Caldwell and higher up 
uh, users. Um, other than that, you also learned that there was a businessman version of him, a doctor, a paleontologist, and an astrophysicist. Great, Jarrett. I want to think about what I saw in business owner Caldwell's office. Uh, back in Pandora's Playground? Okay, if so there's looking anything, at... Any hints I can remember from that, that experience that might give me a three-digit code that would work here? Um... Remembering the code that was on the, remembering the code that was actually for the safe, to open up the safe for the lever, that was a four-digit code, if I'm not mistaken. No, it was yes. a five-digit code. No, it was not a five-digit code. It was a six-digit code. My apologies. I just had to rethink through it all. Um, so that wouldn't help you. Uh, you didn't see anything in there specifically that would help you at this point you do see a lot of nines on papers in or on steven's desk so you do know that nine is one of the numbers huh. there were four caldwells i think i'm the only one who got like a three-digit code i think yeah, you are the only one who got a three-digit code in Pandora's Playground. That was the one to open up your, uh, uh, open up the door in the wall, in the river. Um, with that being said, Steve, uh, does chime in with showing you all the different protocols that he has. It's just listing off everything. Uh, protocols one through 5,784. Um, all the ones one you're looking at. Yeah, so he cuts out the ones past 199. He's looking at them all. And you do see one in particular, which was the one you were talking about earlier. Nine protocol seven. 987, which was the protocol for shutdown, emergency shutdown and reboot. I'm going to try 987 as the three-digit code. All right. That's, that's what I was thinking anyway. Typing in 987, you see a green light pop on right under the glass, and the glass pops up, and the button is there. Coco, you and I are now out of the shaft and in or on the 16th floor looking around for the office. Not having very good luck, by the way. <laughs> I'll put in 6423. And Six, ask Steve four. what's going to happen. How do I make sure I input myself here before they can do it, in, so they can't do it in the office? In order to put in protocol for user remote setting, you need to access Stephen Caldwell's computer via this tablet. Once done, enter in user's ID code. You went really robotic there, which worked super well. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Do we know Steve, Dr. Stephen Caldwell's ID code? Uh, Stephen, Dr. Stephen, I, ugh, Dr. Stephen Caldwell's ID code is known to Dr. Stephen Caldwell. His code is in his office. How many digits is an ID code? He, all 
All user ID codes have four digits. I had a four-digit code in Pandora's Playground. Yep. Why? You can you can look back to it if you need a little bit of memory. Coco and I are still looking for their office, so that'll give us a little time. I would like to. Uh, Coming we'll around the corner, we do find an office that has a plaque on the on the door. Stephen Caldwell. Hey, there's fucking creatures up there. I put open 5,700 protocols, damn it. <laughs> 16th floor is the office floor for all of the uh, like scientists and things. Pretty sure they're not going to keep any any mm. types of the creatures up on that floor well, they specifically. Keep the, most, the ones they want to watch the most. <laughs> hey, Blade, I think we found it. I believe we did. And instead um, of trying to try the lock, I just want to kick this door in. How are you approaching the door? I want to know, like, what? where's the gun? What are you doing? Um, you said you want to kick the door, but I want to know how you want to do everything. I'm just how are you? straight at this door, ready to just kick it with my my right foot. How, how do you have your gun? It's uh, to my side, my right in, hand. In your hand? Yeah. Okay. Um, damn it, you don't have dice either. <laughs> no, I do not. So it's literally just me rolling for you. All right. Sorry, or sorry, Coco. Uh, Blade just kicked you into the door, grabbing the gun from your hand. I should have known. I should have just turned around and shot your ass. <laughs> Took the gun. Uh -huh. No, wait, I have an idea. As you yes. do that, I grab the crowbar and swing it at you. All right, so as you're as you're getting kicked and the gun being taken from your hand, you do swing to hit me. And it is a hit. You do successfully hit me in the face, and I am I go flying. The gun goes flying with me. So I'm now on the ground. The gun is now 10 feet down the hall from us. You do hear noises coming from the hallway down coming towards us now. I go to try to lock on the door to see if it's locked. If not, I can get in. Nope, the door is not locked. I open the door, close it, and lock it. Alright, so you do get in, you successfully close the door, and you do successfully lock it. I am out in the hallway. You're now in this room. Looking around, there is a big mahogany desk sitting at the... Uh, End of the end of the room, directly across from where you came in. To the right, you're seeing bookshelves. There's like a chair with a little reading uh, lamp sitting on a, a little side table. There's a coffee table in the room. Two chairs on the other end of the uh, mahogany table, facing as if he was to have a business meeting. On the left side of the room, you're looking and you're seeing uh, a door and a couple other bookshelves and everything like so. Some plants. To see right. if I have to put in any codes or anything. Alright, you look over to the computer, you get there, and you see it says login information. User ID code needed. I look around the room to see if I can't find something that may resemble an ID code. You are looking all around the ID code. 
ID codes, looking around, ripping those shelves out. You hear rustling outside of the doorway. Uh, you definitely know it's me getting up from the crowbar. Uh, you hear screaming from outside the room, Coco, Coco, you can't escape me, Coco. You start hearing, you start hearing kicking in the door. I'm coming to get you, Coco. And before he can even, I, 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 I